What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of Mindset Monday. Uh, today, Alex and I hammer out barriers, obstacles that are stopping you from doing what needs to be done and doing what you want to do uh, in your life. Uh, man, what an awesome Mindset Monday. And if you're getting something out of this, please reach out to us and let us know. We love the feedback. Mindset Monday starts right now. Contractors all over the world are wanting more, more time, more freedom, more impact. The way we do this is through implementing systems, processes, standards. Welcome to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Here we hit business strategy, coaching, mindset, motivation, the tools you need for success. So strap in, listen up, and get ready to grow on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Grinding. What's up, everyone? I'm here for Mindset Monday. I'm here with Alex, and he just got done telling me about his his transition, um, about changing his business. You know, adding a whole nother shop. So you do right now what? How many kitchens a week? Eight. Eight. And you just added a shop, the adjacent shop next to your shop. The tenant left, which was a mechanic, just left. No shortage of cars. So I don't know why. Maybe God giving you some favor. I think and opened up an opportunity. And I really want to hit on this because it's so important, man. It's about taking advantage of opportunity, even, even when the opportunity at the time of the opportunity doesn't feel like it's your opportunity. There's, there's thoughts that come in and say, I'm not ready. But in what opportunity that ever paid off, were you actually ready? Did you have like 100% confidence that it was going to work out? Right now it's risky. So you're adding six spray booths to this. That puts you at potentially... 14 kitchens in a week as a goal if you can continue the pace that you're at now if everything's optimized how does that feel man you should be pretty proud of yourself yeah so talking about seeing the opportunity being ready for opportunity a lot of people say luck equals opportunity plus you know the your readiness right your your ability to see it your ability to be willing to take the risk and and go for it so a lot of people say luck but it's really the people who are ready um who put in the the sweat the tears the the hfev the phenomenalism to take the leap and you know know you're gonna land in the right position you know having the 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 high energy the positive energy that's the only reason you know, I even, I almost missed this opportunity, Tanner, you know, I, cause I was looking for a shop in a different city, you know, and, and, or like somewhere further away. So we, so we don't have to drive that far, you know, and, and then the control is not there uh, where I, I could see over the shop and make sure everything's running properly. Um, and I, you know, it was interesting enough. Cause I've been, t my guys were like, you know, are we going to get another shop? We could get another shop. I'm like, listen, guys, you got to be patient. You know, I, I put the word out there to pro property management companies. Hey, when something opens up, let me know. And, uh, and I told them, I go, when the shop's ready for us, it'll show up. And this ten this mechanic was there for eight years. So it's not like this guy came and went like he was there eight years. And then, you know, he's, he's like, Hey, I got a better opportunity over here, which he has a night. He did get a better shop. Um, but then, you know, you told me, and then one of my other guys was like, yo, why don't we just take this one? And I'm like, 
why don't we just take this one? You know, you have to be on that HFEV, the highest frequency energy vibrancy it's about, but, to see but it. As a leader, as a leader, though, you are used to making your own decisions. Not many people you answer to as you grow as a business owner, you're, you make the decision, that's final. And one thing that you did, you were open to input. And I think that was really important in this decision, man, for you. Yeah. No, I always open to the guys. You know, we're a team. We're a family. We're all boom nominalism. We all are, you know, together for the best for the individual and the company. Um, so they're super excited about the shop. And, and let me go through these the step-by-step -step with the shop. So you guys hear, oh, he's doing eight jobs a week. You know, he's doing good. That's not a big jump. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. Let me just go through what it takes for this big leap. Okay. So for me to go from eight to 14 jobs, what this is going to require is now I get to be like uh, actual like business owner delegator where I have to train an admin now because I'm not going to be able to handle all the calls coming in, customer service, all that stuff. So I, I'm going so all in on this company that I told my wife to quit her company because I'm so in it. I know this is going to be phenomenal. I'm going all in. If it fails, who gives a fuck? I'm good enough to do whatever and make money whenever, but I'm going. I feel it. We're going and I want her to be in it so that then it's there's bur we're burning the boats at that point. So um, I need to train an admin, pay that person. I'm going to need to, you know, get the move up a guy and have another manager pay that person. I'm going to have to build out this new spray booth. That's probably going to call the, the whole shop is probably going to cost like uh, all together, like 20 grand with deposit and everything I had to put into it. Right. I have eight crews now. I don't have the 14 jobs right now. I don't have 12 jobs. I don't have 10 jobs. I'm doing this because of the vision, just like how I started the company. I built it with three spray booths knowing I want to do five jobs. I'm building this because I want to do 12 to 14 jobs a week. There's nothing there now. It's going to be created. I'm going to have to hire more salespeople, train them. So now this is to get this shop. It, I have to become better, which that's why I'm doing it because I'm like, man, this shop is going to level me up and prove you know, and allow me to be boom nominal, allow me to be HFEV, highest frequency, energy, vibrancy at a higher power than how my brain thinks right now and what I could do. So I'm believing in myself, my guys, like everything. And I'm putting it all on the line for oh, this the energy in that, in that building right now for your team, seeing the, seeing the growth, being a part of something, and especially the people that have been with you from the beginning, what it does for them. It's a disservice to your team if you do not stretch and grow your company. And that doesn't mean you have to grow to a point where you're doing more jobs. That's not my definition of growth. For me, it's refinement is just as good as growth, changing systems in a way to create more efficient work. Uh, you know, better work, um, better customer service, better processes, better systems than what was comfortable because you need to be careful as a business owner to, 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 to test yourself in a way to say, is, is what I'm doing legitimate in a sense, am I riding off of luck or am I riding off of skill that has been refined? And it's hazy in the beginning, Alex, because you can make a lot of money in this business 
riding off of luck just simply because the demand's so high. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of opportunity out there. And then you find out when you're ready to grow that you've been riding off of, off of the wrong foundation. So I think you had that, that big shift at one point or another with your foundation where you said, I need to start refining some things and start taking this seriously because you went from a sales background right into a business owner role, but you had to dial deep into being a business owner, which required decisions. And before you take over, I want to talk to you really quick about the art of a decision because there's so much to that. And it's not just Alex's decision. He's drawing off of a reference point from a previous decision to make him, to allow him to make a decision in this fashion. He's drawing from an experience that he had hardwired in his brain when he made the first decision to start that shop, because I vividly remember the big decision. It was Alex, when you got the first shop, right? That first shop was two grand a month. And it was a debate on whether or not it was worth the investment, not a long one, but still a debate. You were working out of a, what was at one point a shed and you worked your way up to a shop that required this big down payment and this big monthly investment where you were just starting your business. But essentially what I'm saying is in terms of a decision, every time you make a decision, chances are you're presented with an opportunity. That opportunity, in order for that opportunity to take life, it requires two things. Number one, it requires confidence. Confidence not only in the opportunity working in your favor, but your opportunity, uh, you being able to capitalize on that opportunity. That is internal. You cannot alter that outside of what your own belief about your own self is. And if that's an issue for you, you have got to work on your own confidence, your ability to believe in yourself. And the reason many people have confidence is because they make small decisions and they are able to trust themselves to follow through with those decisions. That's why it's important to have good habits. That's why it's important to have, uh, you know, good disciplines, because the more you learn to keep the promises to yourself throughout your day, you will learn that you will become confident. And when it comes to big decisions, you say to yourself, yeah, we can do this. I'm going to fulfill this promise because I'm so good at filling small promises to myself. The next factor when it comes to making a good decision and capitalizing on opportunities, faith, belief, faith is seeing the unseen before it becomes seen. It is whether you're spiritual uh, in any case, you know, for me, it's, it's trust that, that God puts everything in my path, whether it's the people that I meet or the opportunities that come my way. So tying confidence and faith will allow you to capitalize on an opportunity. But there's a, there's a few other things here. It's the action behind it. A lot of talk happens, right? You get excited. This vision looks great in your head, but that's when the work starts, okay? So if you were given an opportunity, that's when the work starts is the action piece. The action yeah, piece Let me is, jump in here real quick, Tanner. Go for it. Uh, with that right there. So he's 100% right. When you get the opportunity and and you see it and you get super pumped up and Tanner knows this is how I used to be, I'd be like, yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go. And then- I would get to the t part where the work's coming in and I would fade. Okay. So with the opportunity, the faith is that high energy you need, but you need to have a purpose to drive you to do that next level thinking and make you do those actions that yourself, your autopilots usually won't want you to do for me. 
growing this business honestly isn't, you know, for money or for fame or for like, look at my big business. I saw my guys, they've become phenomenal. They deserve an opportunity to grow with me. If you don't grow and you have phenomenal people, I will promise you they will go do their own thing. Okay. Like I'm going to, I'll let you know as it, it, they, they can only learn so much from you. If you don't keep growing, they're not, they're not going to be able to learn anything from you. I'm talking about the top notch people. There's people who are going to want to work, but there's people who want to go. And if you don't keep going, they're going to keep going without you. So that's one thing I, I see my guys, I see their potential and I want to become my best for them. My best right now is all right getting the systems down, hiring the admin to help me with that. Cause that's not my, I would say my key role. So I'm going to hire people who are going to do those things that maybe I'm not best at, at a super high level, but you know what? I can put phenomenalism in there, boom, boom, nominalism into them to where they are so happy to be in this situation that now I have another high energy person putting in some great, um, fr- like, frequency into cabinet current kings becoming phenomenal so yes tanner everything he said you need a 100 percent listen to that and then you need i would say before you take a big leap make sure you know why because i've made big leaps and and the why was wrong the why was to look good the why was to you know make more money the why was just for external things and when i accomplished them i was never internally happy and i was like why the hell am i never internally happy you know so my purpose i waited for this moment to grow because now i want to do it for for the team you know because now the bigger i get the more people i can influence to become better human beings to make this world better that i could bring my wife in where she could leave her job she doesn't like and do something with me where we're flourishing and having a fun time um and growing this business will make me there's a must for me to grow as a human being mentally which is my thing mindset energy faith hey i got this if i'm boom nominal i get to take this fucking jump you know you guys got to believe in yourselves and there's 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 a cool story i heard all right so there's in costa rica there's a a statue a beautiful statue under the water Okay, where it's a ton of tropical fish and it's phenomenal, right? The only way you can get there is if you swim through a school of jellyfish. Okay, so think about that. You you see this school of jellyfish, you're like, oh my god, I'm gonna get stung. They're gonna get me. You you have all these thoughts, but these jellyfish, they're thoughtless. There, there's nothing to them. If you don't pay attention to them, you could swim right by them and they're not going to touch you. Wow. That's like the doubt in your head. They're the jellyfish. You might get stung a little bit, but if you could just stay the course and not mind them, overcome what you think the jellyfish is to where you know they're just minding their own business and they'll let you through if you focus properly, you'll be able to get the view of this statue and these beautiful fish that you want. But if you stay on the other side of those jellyfish, you're never going to see the view. 
You're never going to give yourself the opportunity Can't worry about getting to be stung. proud of yourself. Wow. That was, so you yeah, got, that you story. got to go through, you got, you get love to, that. you get to, you, you get to put yourself in situations. Now be careful. Don't, don't just jump into shit. You know, with this decision, I waited a while. Tanner knows I waited. I, I was patient. I, I, I waited till I wanted it. Cause I talked to Tanner many times where it was like, Tanner, I don't know if I want to do this. Tanner, I don't know if I want to do this. Eventually a couple situations came into play where I knew now I know I want to grow this business for this purpose, for, for these reasons. Um, and I have the mindset and now it's time to test myself, go through the jellyfish, hold strong, have the high faith, have the confidence, do the action and see what happens. And you know what? If it doesn't turn out great, fuck it. Because you know what? I will be happy at the end of the day because I went for it. And then I am going to learn so much shit from this growth that it doesn't matter. I'm going to be able to do whatever the fuck I want and uh, be I love happy. That I could go get a job somewhere if yeah. I wanted to. And they'll be like, uh, yeah, I'll hire you. Look at what you <laughs> did. Of course. That's, you know, so, but look at this though. But look at this though. You have, you have what you, what you brought in. So after the confidence and faith, whenever an opportunity is presented, you brought in that purposeful why, right? That thing that pushes you in a way that gets you uncomfortable. And I think, dude, I've rode that my whole life. Everything that I've ever accomplished was with the mindset of, I've got to help my family. I've got to help my sister. I've got to help my dad. I've got to get them to a better position because what's currently around me is chaos. And if I don't do it, then my sister is going to experience what I had to experience, or there will be a very unfavorable end. And, I, and, and sometimes fear can drive us in a good way. But now for you, what's driving you is potential for the people that work under you, the growth of yourself and your family to get your wife out in a better position. I love that, but that's the action piece. And then you brought up something good is, is the result. So again, let's go through this. So when we get to the result, we know how. In business, you are a result of your decisions. The people you hire, the decisions you make, the jobs you take on, the all, all of the above, right? And then when that opportunity comes in, if it's a good one and you believe that it's going to take you from point A to point B, confidence, faith, that belief in yourself, belief in, 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 in God, whatever it is that pulls you to finally come down to the conclusion of who it is that is going to benefit from this. And what is the reason you're doing it outside of the worldly reasons like money or, you know, fame or ego or whatever that is, because that stuff doesn't matter. And then action takes place. So you're in the action phase, Alex. But guess what? One way or another, you're going to get a result one way or another. And you can't be afraid of the result. And the cool thing about this is, is that I've actually narrowed this down, Alex, believe it or not. You ready for the you ready for this? Yeah, I'm always ready. We got a 50 percent chance, bro. 50% chance. You know what that chance is? 50% says oh, that it's going to be a good 51, result. Baby. Well, no, but realistically, it's a 50%. <laughs> Just follow me here. All right. I love, oh, I it. I love the optimism. Yeah, but yeah. In, in, if, if, you know, you got some people out there that, you know, well, well really, it's, you know, 50%, you know, you can't really, 50% you fail, 50% you succeed. Now, mentally, you can see that however you want, but the chances are real. We'll go with that. But the reality is, Alex, is that when I break this down outside of those two, follow me here, there's four results that are going to happen. Um, essentially, when, 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 it, when, it, when it fails, if it does fail, there's two things that you can do, right? You can reflect on that failure 
and then refine what you did that caused the failure. So if you, a lot of people hit a, hit a, hit a wall and they don't do that step because they see failure as the end all be all Alex. But, but in any case, even if you do quote unquote fail, you will have a reference point to re to reflect on and refine it when the next opportunity comes to give yourself the best chance of making a good decision that will succeed. And if it does succeed, you don't stop there, Alex, because what you've done now from your previous success is that you are repeating it, but this time you're refining it. So in any case, there is a process. And the big word here is to continuously refine because in any result that you receive good or bad, there is the opportunity to refine as long as you either repeat it or you reflect on it. And if you reflect on it, you should definitely repeat it, but this time fix the issue uh, based on your reflection. So in other words, failure isn't the end anyway. And I think we have this assumption that failure is, is actually the end. Like, and, and that's what stops people you know what from, the end is? from moving forward. You know what the end is? What's the end? When you quit. If you never quit, you never I just did, I just did a podcast on that. This kid was so, telling me that he wanted to quit. That's the end. Yeah. So listen to this. So what Tanner said, I, I, I came, I have my own little thing. And cause he was like 50, 50 chance. Right. But in my head, there's no chance there. Like in my head, I have little doubts, but I already see, I already see the, the accomplishment. I already see it. And you know what, if it doesn't happen, I still see it as a success. Cause I went for it. Love it. So there's no failure. But what's cool about this, Alex is though, hold on, let me finish. Cause this ties in exactly what I'm saying here is that there, the percentage that you weigh in your mind right now is way higher than the percentage when you first bought the first shop or rented the first shop, which was way higher than the decision that you made to start your business. Because if you looked at the percentage of really like HFEV, faith, if you're at right now a 99% success mentally of you making this move, you've increased that because of the decisions you made at one point when you were really on the fence about starting your business. And if somebody could have gave you a crystal ball and showed you this, you would have been at a hundred, right? When you quit your job. So, I mean, it's so good to see that the progression's there, but let's dial it back to the people that haven't made big decisions in their business. A lot of people listen to this, Alex, and you know, the biggest decision they make is hiring one person. Uh, that's scary to a lot of people. A lot of them have uh, you know, no trust when it comes to bringing people on. Why would someone work for me? How am I going to find jobs to keep this person busy? And we need to really scale back here. I want you to okay. give me something for those people because starting up another shop is a high level move that some people don't even have their first shop yet. So let's make sure we're relating to them. What do you got? What do you, what do you want to put on them? So like what we mentioned every week, Tanner, what you believe will come. And I know it sounds silly sometimes. The number one thing you got to get in your mind is that it can be done. Okay. And if it feels uncomfortable, you breathe it out over, you get comfortable with it. Okay. You got to change your mindset on what it is to hire someone and grow in your business and that's the only, that's the start. Like you had to have a, a high mentality on it. Um, or unfortunately, like ha what happened to me, my first couple guys, like I fired probably 
90% of the people that first came on. Now I have like a solid crew, but I was bringing people on, you know, just to make more money. Okay. I wasn't bringing people on to build a phenomenal society that I have now. Okay. So I would say to skip my mistake, um, really know what you're going to want as a culture, um, like believe in yourself, like believe you really want to impact these people. You're not just hiring them selfishly to have them work and, and then just get you money, like bring them on and, and know like you're, I'm going to be the best thing that's happened to you. All right. Like that's my guy who just came on two weeks ago. He's like, Alex this is the best place I've ever been in, in my life. I don't, I don't even, he's like, I'm ne- I don't even know how this is possible, this environment. And he's worked for like 10 different people. He goes, I'm so happy. I'm here. I'm ready to grow. I'm so happy. I'm here. I'm ready to grow. Wow. That's what he told me. Love okay. It. So first thing, believe in yourself that you're going to impact this person in such a great way that, you know, they're going to love working with you. And then instill high mindset. Like if you see them being like, don't be afraid to let them go. Like don't put, uh, don't like stretch yourself thin so that you need them so much where if you see them becoming shady and a different character from when they showed up, you can let them go. All my guys weren't perfect, but they, I saw their heart. I saw they were trying. They never schemed me. They, you know, if they did, it was a little bit. The guys who were fought, who were way overboard, they got they got cut and left. But everyone with me now, they all had their issues, but I stuck with them and I I I poured love into them. I poured phenomenal phenomenalism into them. HFEV. So now they're all they're all like excited to work and come in because they think about it as a higher mental academy slash cabinet refinishing place. And they know this company is going to, they know what I am. I've been saying the same thing for two years, you know? So they know, look, Alex is always going to take care of us, you know? So that's what you got to instill in your guys, like trust. Like, they, don't let them want to leave you. You know, because they're like, if I leave him, I might do better. I think with money, I think it's important in terms of understanding, though, that, you know, if you participate in what Alex is saying to whatever degree, whether it's you, you care enough about their personal development or even just you inquire about what their goals are and hold them accountable to those goals, you are setting yourselves apart from probably anyone they've ever worked for, you know, in, in this industry, you know, because you know, we all know the stigma about trades, right? Just, you know, grunt work, you know, no, that's not how it is. Like, you know, and we're trying to change that. And it's, I think it's important that you realize that you have a great opportunity right now. If, but, but one, one thing I was running Alex, and I just want to put it out there. I'm 15, 15 days in working out every morning, 13 days in cold showers in the morning, and I'm doing intermittent fasting five days now. And I started this partially because I wanted to see what I, what I could do when I really control my habits. Like I just wanted to try and I wanted to test myself. And I think that is pouring into everything in my life. Like, look, I don't have this like a large resume of like all this like work I've done and I don't have the major transformation yet, but 
but I'm not focusing on what I'm going to look like or feel like in the future. I'm focusing on what I look like and feel like now and today and just going through the boring motions of that. But what it's doing is it's sharpening my mind. It's making me have much more authority and power when it comes to conveying my ideas and my vision to my teammates, to my, to my employees. And also it's just the discipline that it's creating is holding people accountable in my jobs, you know, Hey, like, you know, because if I'm not feeling good and I'm not taking care of myself and I'm not leading myself in a sense that if I tell myself I'm going to do something and I follow through and I do it, how could I possibly lead and hold other people accountable? And I think Alex and I both share those values. Alex is very hard on himself when it comes to physical fitness, eating healthy, you know, these are disciplines that he, he's developed over time. And I think it's very important that we discuss that in a way that just makes you very, uh, makes it very clear that this is a part of this mindset is taking care of yourself and, and disciplining yourself and being a leader of yourself before you try to lead others. Alex is, op is able to push out this mindset to his team because he lives it and he tries it every day and he focuses on it and he wants to be better and he wants to get rid of the bad habits. He's not sitting at home playing video games, you know, neither am I like these things, like we're not sitting, we're not sitting around, you know, you know, goofing no off. TV, like, this is our ever. business. This is our life. This is our lifestyle. We're affecting families. We're affecting uh, their incomes. We're affecting their generational wealth. Uh, and, and, and if you signed up for this and you don't have that same mindset, you're in the wrong field. I mean, I hate to say it, but you got to eat, sleep and breathe this. Unfortunately, that's the case until you get to a point where it's working on itself. But even when you get to that point, you're going to be so dialed in and addicted to a lifestyle of nutrition, growth, mindset, family, all the positive things that you're not going to want to go back. You know, so if those are some things that are plaguing you, bad habits, bad eating habits, you know, not feeling good, then start there. Learn how to lead yourself. And once you master that, then you're going to feel so much more confident leading others. So one thing real quick, because um, me and you have been working on ourselves for a long time. So anyone out there listening and you're just you're starting to become aware of how you can be better. That's the step one. You got to look at yourself in the mirror, say, hey, I'm great now. And. I get to be better in these areas. And this is how. I said it before, Aristotle said wisdom is knowing thyself but that means letting your ego go looking yourself in the mirror and saying hey these are my beliefs my core beliefs right now and i get to put them to the side because they're not helping me in the best way in these areas of my life so that's step one you got to look at yourself and say hey i love myself right now i'm great it got me to this point but how but what do i need to do to change a little thought process to make my life better. Cause that's all it takes is one different thought will change your life. I swear on my life. That's literally, that's how easy it can be, but it's a discipline that you got to instill it after the fact. Um, and like how Tanner said, the grueling daily accomplishment accomplishments of all these um, new habits, like him waking up early and working out uh, and, but not, needing to look a certain way. I wanted to bring this up because it's super important. So I don't need to have a big business. Tanner doesn't need to look like a bodybuilder or a fitness model. Tanner doesn't need to be a certain way. We are grateful for what we have, but we want to make the best 
of ourselves in every area of our lives. So we're, we're grateful. You got to be grateful every day. Every time I run, I run at 2 p.m. with five, uh, seven and a half pounds of weights on each arms with a sauna suit and a long sleeve shirt. I'm, I'm like, die. I'm in the desert. Every step I'm taking, I'm like, thank you that I'm able to take this step and I'm able to run. So that's just mind training. I don't work out anymore for like muscles or anything. I do like looking good. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Cause it gives me confidence to feel a certain way, but I do it to mentally train myself to keep going and do those like weird things that no one else really does because I'm boom nominal. I'm going to do those things to elevate myself, but I'm grateful with every step. You got to be grateful with every day. You got to be grateful with every, thank God for letting me work out. Thank God for giving me the wisdom to eat this way. Thank God for, or whoever you want to thank for giving me the wisdom to want to change my diet. Like it has to be a gratitude every day because if you're wanting, if you're yearning for like this certain body or this big business or, or whatever, or this certain woman, but you're feeling in the lack because you don't have it, you're separating yourself from it. Your mindset isn't attracting you to it. But when you're, when you're grateful for your body at the moment, you're grateful for the person that you're becoming to attract that perfect woman, then you're, you're slowly building your energy level to get all these things that are already there for you. But we got to be grateful and get to change our mindsets along the way. Like we're just energy attracting other things. That's all we are. We're particles. That's it. That's this whole universe is energy, frequency, vibrancy. That's why I say HFEV, the highest frequency is God. So if you could be at your highest frequency, you're going to change your thought pattern. You're going to do those things you don't want to do. You're going to do have that one different decision a day, which you might not see it the next day. This isn't like you win a million dollars sweepstakes. Like it's a, after a year of doing this, you're like, holy shit. Look at my new life. Tanner knows five years ago. Highly recommend. Me. Highly recommend. Yeah. But highly recommend reading the compound effect. Like yes. that in itself no, it helps really hammer out what the heck we're talking about. If this but is Tanner, all new real to you, quick, let's tell these people a little bit about where, where was I and where were you five years ago compared to now? I mean, it, like, it's, is it's, it like it's a, different? A but 10, in that, but what's thousand? interesting though. But it, what's interesting in that in those moments, we used to think about what today would look like, and we used oh, to yeah. work toward that five years ago. And it, we were both broke. I remember sending you two hundred dollars because you had no money, and I remember you sending me two hundred dollars because I had no money. And uh, and and but you know we sharpened iron, and I think that's also important. You guys, Alex, you know, and I sharpen each other frequently. Um, you got to find somebody that's on your same wavelength that that wants something more out of life that will challenge you and be doesn't i don't really care what alex thinks like alex knows like i'll tell him what no one else will tell him in the same way he'll tell me what no one else will tell me but that is what i need to hear that's a good friend um but alex man you know what i don't want to load us up man let's keep these yeah. to the point where it's digestible because you and i could go probably for another four hours yeah. um four more episodes any final thoughts yes um very important everyone out there okay look at yourself in the mirror Tell yourself, I love everything I've become. 
believe in yourself. Write down some some little goals. If you're not, if you've been in a, a stagnant situation for a while where you're not, you haven't be, really built anything, just put one goal out there and work on that one goal for three months and just hit it hard, no matter what. That one change, that one thing, is it working out every day? Is it going on a run every day? Is it reading every day? Whatever would help you the most make a, a one habit, one goal that you just focus on, okay? And make sure you don't leave anything else out in your, your life because you want to make you're not you want to make sure you're not giving this, you know, taking too much energy from everything else to do this. But just build this and see how throughout the months from focusing on this one thing, how it builds, how you get better, how you get more confident with it, how your whatever your body grows if you're working out every day, you know, or you're eating right. So now you're slimming down. Just see how the, the days, every, every day is a huge thing. And then be grateful in that day because that the, our day is the only thing we have tomorrow. There's no tomorrow without today. So every day is the best day. So make it the best day. HFEV, all day, boom nominalism. All you out there listening to this, the only reason you're listening to it is because you're ready to HFEV it, okay? Oh. That's the only reason. You're attracting this podcast because you're already on your way up and you're going up and you're going to be phenomenal. And that's all I got to say. Boom. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next Monday. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Contractor Secrets Podcast and today's Mindset Monday. Now, if you want to stick around, I got an awesome drip job testimonial coming up for you next. So if you're on the fence about drip jobs, maybe you have some questions about how it works or if it can work for you. Uh, hey, stick around. I have an awesome drip jobs client ready to share with you how it's working for them. So if you want to stick around, that's coming up right now. What's up, everyone? I'm here with my good friend, Danny V. Uh, Atlanta. Um, him and I shared some uh, good time at the PCA Expo, but uh, we've been friends before that. He actually uh, came on a business breakthrough at one point in time. Uh, we went over sales and some other other good things. Um, he is a very, very uh, professional at this point, Drip Jobs user. You've been using it now for about six, seven months, um, and you've you've agreed to do this little spotlight. And this is really just to showcase you know, what it is really, it's a direct help for me. So I can continue to, you know, get drip jobs as many people hands as possible, bro. So tell me before you signed up, man, what was the apprehension? Um, and did drip jobs exceed your expectations? Yeah, definitely. Absolutely, man. Um, I, I, I didn't have any type of system, any type of, uh, software. So I had no idea what to expect, to be honest with you. Um, and you know, I was just like, Hey, um, when I, when I read about it, when I heard you talking about it, um, through, uh, you know, podcast or through, through the group, you know, on Facebook, I was just like, you know, maybe I need to give it a, I give it a try. Let me, let me try to see what it's all about and if it's worth my investment. So, uh, you know, I just kind of took that leap, man. And I was like, let's go, let's do it. Now. In retrospect, that was a good question. But now when you look, when you look back, you know, uh, and, and what's going on now, would you say that it's been worth the investment? 
Oh man, it's it's absolutely, man. I mean, without a <laughs> doubt, it that uh, like I always say, it it, it totally changed um, the way it changed my life, the business, um, and the way I do things. Um, the face of the company, you know, looks more professional. Um, keeping everything in, uh, you know, structured um, organization, yeah. uh, and and so you know, just so. Uh, it's a friendly user, man. It's easy to use once you get the hang of it. And after that is, hey. you know, it's just easy. Yeah, man, it's okay, <laughs> man. So, yeah. so I'm, I'm enjoying it, man. And, and, and I mean, there's so much I can say, man. I definitely encourage people to, to, to really invest in it. Man. It's a really, really good investment for your business. Let me ask you this. Has it helped you sell more jobs? Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, so there's a few things that I, um, that I learned, I catch a few things from you as well. Um, so before, uh, before I got drip jobs, I was doing quotes when I got home after a long day of work. <laughs> and now I don't leave the homeowner's uh, house. There you go. With, without me finishing that quote, and presenting it to them and potentially selling it. Um, so now I don't come home looking into doing quotes. So I would say that was one of my biggest things. And I, and, 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 and man, it, it dreaded on me. I'm like, man, I got to go home and do these quotes. Now it's just like, I enjoy doing quotes on the spot. <laughs> I got drip jobs. You know what I mean? It's going to take me 15, 20 minutes do this quote and let's sell it. And, I don't and the customers love, customers love that. Don't they? Oh, absolutely. They're Even like, if it's oh, a high price, but they just love the idea. Like when you tell them like, Oh, I'm going to go in the car and work up your quote for you. They're like, really? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. They were, they were like, Oh, okay. I was like, yeah, I'll be right back. I'm just getting in my truck, work the quote out. We're going to discuss it. And I've been able to get more jobs. Definitely. Uh, 100%. Selling them on the spot. 100%. It's going to happen. So we wanted to make it. So do you have people, are you using it on the iPad when you do it? So I always carry, for some reason, I always carry my Mac to do, <laughs> That's to good. do it while I'm doing it on in my truck. And then I take my, my iPad with me and have them sign on there Love that. and yeah. whatnot. So I use That's both good. of them. That's yeah. good, man. So yeah. that last part of this, man, you know, dude, thank you first for, for showcasing the value. But if you hear, if somebody's listening to this and they're like, man, I just, you know, I can't see paying $147 a month for software, right? Like to the average consumer in comparison to like Joyce, which is like cheap as dirt, you know, and some of the other things, what would you say to that person about the 147? Man, if to look at it from my perspective, I would be like, Hey man, Look at 147 divided by how many jobs you get in the month. <laughs> and before you know it, it's just like, okay, 10 bucks. This goes 10 bucks towards drip jobs. And before you know it, I mean, it's paid within the month. And I mean, literally, you if, or if you want to count one job, you can pay with one job. You can pay drip jobs. To be well, honest honestly, if it's a good size job, you could pay for drip jobs for three <laughs> years. There you um, go. You know, yeah. if, if, if drip jobs picked up a job that you wouldn't have otherwise gotten through maybe an automated message that went out two, three weeks later, 
Um, there's so much here, man, but Danny, dude, this is great. I think somebody listening to this, uh, probably got some value. You're the man as always one of our biggest drift house fans. Uh, uh, thanks, man. I appreciate you, man. Absolutely. Anytime, man. I, I, I mean, uh, 